So uh, once you guys have uh, safely cleared atmosphere after all the uh, tender goodbyes last time, the captain comes up to you guys and says, Okay, so that's all taken care of then? The undead draconian stuff? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, they they like all disintegrated, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we saw. Uh, that was weird. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff going on. Anyway, crew meeting on the bridge in a little bit. Like five yes, minutes. <laughs> and then she walks away. Shall we? Shall we what? Go to the crew meeting. Where is that not here? Are we on the bridge? No, you guys are on the deck. You guys oh, could go oh. to the bridge. Okay. I want to grab a sandwich on the way up. <laughs> I'm really kind of, I'm feeling naughty. <laughs> okay, you pop down to the galley, grab a sandwich. Finn is currently tidying up because the whole uh, the whole circling the castle thing kind of left the galley in uh, in disarray. So he's reorganizing right now. That's fine. I, I I throw together the space equivalent of a McGriddle and head upstairs. <laughs> Mackenzie, Gunfinger, Finn. I'm really craving. McGriddle Would Finn right allow now. McGriddles on board? Um, ideologically speaking, probably not. But I feel like he has standards. <laughs> anyway, so you guys head up to the bridge. There's got there, there's got there's got to be like a freezer of breakfast sandwiches just to keep people to shut up sometimes. <laughs> Like Just tiny microwavable co- breakfast sandwiches, <laughs> cobalt-sized breakfast burritos, like Jimmy Dean's, but it's like space. So They're instead, like it's, it's like it's 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 like Elven names. So it's like Zigwidian be- uh, Deans. <laughs> <laughs> Got appeal to the common folk. Yeah. So you guys head up to the uh, to the bridge. Uh, most of the crew is already there, and uh, once everybody arrives, the captain's like, "All right, so." We managed to get the 10-foot hole in the hull patched and paid for, uh, thank you, Tuatha, but we are still running low on funds. So, Kara has a line on a job we could take. All right. However, there's some pros and cons there. Hey, I'm a little nervous already. (laughs) The pros are it would pay really, really, really well. The cons are... The job is for one of the seven deadliest pirates in wild space. What? Oh, one of the ones that we heard about recently from the other group? The ones that those Krenites, like, made an enemy of. No, a different one. Not the same one. Do they talk? Do they all get together and talk? (laughs) Not frequently, which I think we have going in our favor. They don't like each other very much. All right, I think it's a fair game. Let's do it. Really? Just like that? You don't want to know any more details? I would like to know more details. <laughs> oh, no, really. I feel like the more details I know, the more dangerous it is. We don't have to accept the job right away. We've been invited to talk to him and see if get more details about the job before we say yes. Okay. Are we going to talk to him at a fancy ball? What? So what? <laughs> what? Uh, this is a dream of mine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> She's talking with her mouth full, isn't she? <laughs> she's talking. I want to know that she's doing this while eating a McGriddle. <laughs> it's like an old McGriddle. It's freezer burnt. Do you guys mind if I undress while we're standing here? What? Yes! I, I just want to take off my wig is all. And she takes off her wig and, and kind of t- tucks it away into like a pouch. <laughs> it's one of those things when you get home, you no longer really want to dress up, you know? Well, you already threw your bra overboard. I did. <laughs> 
The downside so, of going to talk to the captain is that it does require us to dock at Providence Bay, which is full of pirates. I love pirates. Uh, captain, we do have some bad news as well. Yeah, we might have a heading after this. Oh? Well, Cacophony, you tell stories, like, professionally. <laughs> I'm eating a McGriddle right now. <laughs> um. Do you so, have to do the foley? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long day, I can tell already. <laughs> okay, so Takara's had some notes, and um, one of them mentioned someplace that she was, like, making an expedition do or, or, or going, and something called Herena. I The moment you say Herena, the captain's face just falls. Is that also bad? <sighs> so, um, I'll give you a hint. Harena is located in a sphere that everyone refers to as the dead sphere. Oh, of course they do. Oh, not hmm. great. Yeah. The whole, the whole, the whole sphere is dead. Harena itself is a planet constantly covered in sandstorms and populated entirely by treasure hunters looting a dead civilization. Hmm. Okay, well, apparently there's some world-eater culty shit there, so... Of course there is. Of course there is! Why wouldn't there be? I mean, sounds like if there's anywhere that there's going to be world-eater culty shit, it's going to be there! Yeah, of course! I should have known! I should have known this is where my life was headed! <laughs> Sorry, Captain. It's fine. It's fine. And she's just, like, rubbing her temples. You can see there's a <laughs> migraine coming on. I don't think it's fine. <laughs> okay, so do you want to talk about the bad thing you already know about? <sighs> Honestly, it's a coin toss as to which bad, terrible, horrible, awful thing we do first. Well, I've got a pirate outfit I haven't gotten to use. Oh, no. So is that a vote for or against? Well, technically, Cacophony has a pirate outfit that I haven't got to use. I'm not wearing it. Uh, I'm for pirates. Well, I mean, do we have any details about this job? Not yet. Kara just said that she'd heard that he was looking to hire a crew specifically not already associated with him, which suggests some things. And who is he? Captain Ridian, Captain of the Providence. That, that, she just sort of like looks around like, does that, does that tell anybody anything? Does that, yeah. <laughs> adjectives? Descendants of the legendary pirate Blackjammer. <laughs> that doesn't say anything to you, does it? No. No, not at all. Okay. Hi, you saw how big our sphere was. He's, he's, of, of, of the seven captains, he's one of the more approachable ones, I guess. He likes to throw parties and stuff. Oh, I oh. love him already! Uh-oh. <laughs> He's very dramatic. Oh, I love him even more! <laughs> well, now we're not going to hear the end of it unless we do this. Yeah, right. I agree. I also admit that I find a little bit of irony in going to meet this man who is used to people knowing and fearing his name, and all three of us are oblivious. Is that the kind of thing that would be funny, or the kind of thing we'd get killed for? I think eh. it's funny. Could go either way. Hmm. All right, so Providence Bay, that's where we're headed. Is that in this sphere? Is that another one? It's in another sphere. It'll be about 
It's about a two-week trip through the phlogiston from this sphere to uh, tide space. So All right. And it's two weeks from here to the edge of the sphere, so uh, buckle up. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Good thing I got some new books. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go add these. I'm going to go add these to the boardroom. Okay. I've got about 100 new books myself. Yeah, okay. Crew dismissed. Whatever. Thanks, Captain. Actually, Captain, uh, can I have a word? Sure. So, um, the rest of you bail? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm getting out of my outfit and putting on my Jillwyn sweatpants. <laughs> Captain stays on the bridge, uh, because she is keenly aware that Kara will hear everything no matter where on the ship you guys are. <laughs> so she might as well not have to go very far. <laughs> okay. So... I know it hasn't exactly been my business, but, uh... Has there been any headway made on decoding any of those notes from Navaris out of curiosity? Particularly the parts that, that seem like they're about a world eater? No, not really. We don't really have anyone who's good at that kind of thing. Mm. That said, we are heading to a hotbed of criminal activity, so... So... Somebody there is probably going to be good at cracking codes <sighs> okay is, is everybody up to speed on on the fact that like there's some notes that might actually on board that might actually like tell us about what the hell's going on uh i haven't explicitly told everybody but i'm sure there's a lot of nosy as hell people on this boat <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> We just hear throat clearing from outside the door. <laughs> okay, but like, you are probably like okay with people knowing, right? Like they, you, they, they should, they should know these things. I'm not sure. If only because I don't like exposing a dead man's business to all and sundry. Look, I understand that, but like. Everybody's kind of involved at this point, like the hole in the side and the giant dragon and the and the cleric and the army and everything. I like everybody's kind of in for a in for a copper and for a plaid on this at this point. Yeah, you're right. All right. I'll let everybody know. All right. Just yeah. Actually, I can delegate. I'm the captain. You let everybody know and then she leaves. <laughs> you got delegated to champ <laughs> hers is so much friendlier <laughs> you can hear kara just kind of giggling at you yeah <laughs> laugh it up <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> i heard that <laughs> okay well i guess i'll go make the rounds then <laughs> All right, who's your first stop? Probably Kakafi and Alviva, wherever the hell they are. If they're not just, like, outside the door right now. I don't know, are uh, you guys? No, Cacophony's actually gone to the boardroom, and she's currently trying to organize the smutty books she just bought in some sort of way. Though, though, actually, she has somehow managed, while in the process of just walking downstairs during this short conversation, to completely switch and take off all of her makeup and switch to her sweatpants. Magic costume change, got it. Magic costume change, yeah. Where's Alviva? Actually, I've been in my room. I've just come out of my room. 
I had to go in and get something. Uh, something that I, I, I'm not going to tell you about. It might come in handy later. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Juliana catches Alviva. She comes out of the room. Hey, uh, wow, how the hell do I even... Apparently I've been delegated to? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, listen, you know how thin the walls are. You're nosy as hell. <laughs> I try to be discreet and mind my own business, but... But... But, go on. I get your <laughs> point. <laughs> Hey, how much of how much have you actually heard about uh, about the last captain? Not a lot. Uh, the crew doesn't tend to talk a lot about the last captain. I've often wondered why that is, but well, most of them don't know who the hell he was. Really? Well, I mean, just percentages wise, there's the three of us, and then there's the three folks that came on on Port Meridian. So the vast majority of them have never actually known who the guy was. Anyway, what do you know about the last captain? Ah, uh, so. In the interest of full disclosure, apparently it's now my job to uh, give everybody the up and up. And I guess that means I get to think about how exactly how much I want to tell everybody. And I'm not used to gossiping, so here we go, I guess. You can get good at it, I'm sure. <laughs> you can do anything you set your mind to. Thanks. <laughs> so it turns out Navaris was some kind of like, Spymaster or something. This is why I'm the worst person to do this. I, I don't know how all this works, but yeah, he was some kind of like spymaster. Apparently, according to this, like pendant that he used to have. I, I, I don't know, but he's got a lot of coded notes that the captain's got, and there's some world eater stuff in there. So, so he might actually know something about what what's going on. I, I don't know. There was just like some of those diagrams from like the. From, like, those summoning circles and stuff. So, uh, be aware of that? Okay. I consider myself aware. Okay. C cool? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to go repeat this awkward conversation around the ship. <laughs> <laughs> you, can have, you can have the awkward conversation with one more crew member, and then I'll be like, okay, everybody else knows now. <laughs> yeah. Let's just skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> so who's who's the other crew member that you want to inform? I don't know. Cacophony's right there. Okay, so yeah. you go ahead yeah. over to where Cacophony is in the wardroom. Uh, organizing like smutter novels. Yeah, she, she's currently kind of scrouched in front of the of, of, of the bookshelf, kind of staring at it thoughtfully and looking down at the books. And then as Jillianna as walks in, she glances to her and goes, Do you think I should arrange in alphabetical order just generally smut books? Or should I arrange them by type first? Like put weird undead Dracula romances here, and then put strange men who have weird mating rituals here, I'm not entirely sure, and then put the lovely draconian types here, like, and do them in alphabetical order at that point. Opinions? Thoughts? This stops Juliana up short, her <laughs> mouth kind of opens and closes, and then she, like, thinks. There's also the ones that are apparently historical from that local planet, so it's going to be all new to me. So I could sort them in history over here, too. Wait, did you pull those from my bag? No, I bought a hundred while we were there. You bought them, too? Yeah. Dang it. Well, that means we have more books to read. I'm all for it. I guess, but I didn't know we were doubling up. And uh, anyway, how, how are we going to how are we going to sort these? Uh, 
You want to start by genre, then go by subclassification. So you want to start grouping things together. If it's going to be like the smutty stuff, you probably want to go like pairings by gender and then by specialty or Uh, or maybe by maybe by just specific pairing type by. So how about themes first and then pairing and then alphabetical that order? That seems good. Okay, so we're we're both on the same page since we both bought books. Right. Okay. Wait, 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 that's not what I came in here for. <laughs> oh. Um, how can I help you, Juliana? Uh. Also, you know, I just realized that our names sound similar, so I'm going to start pronouncing my name differently. What? Don't worry about it. What? How is it pronounced? Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Zilwin, uh, okay. and I'll just go by Wynn. Okay. It helps. Wynn? Thank you. Anyway, you came in here? Yeah, um, okay, so I guess I'll have the same bullshit that I did before. I, I shouldn't talk to people is, is what I'm gathering here. I, sh- I just shouldn't I have conversations. I happen to think you do an amazing job doing, you know, talking to people. You tend to inspire people very well whenever you're in your mood. What? Huh? huh? Like, what, what I mean to say is you, you, you look down on yourself for being a poor talker, but there are times whenever you're very inspiring, like you're very good at telling people to stop doing things or whenever <laughs> people need to actually, uh, you know, consider themselves and keep going. You're very good at that as well. That I, sounds fake, but OK. OK. Anyway, so I, I guess I'm just sort of letting everybody know at this point that the former captain, the, the one that. The one that you guys found. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he was some kind of like elven spymaster, and I guess that's a really big deal out here. Fair. He's got a whole bunch of coded notes that might have something about the world eater in it, uh, among other stuff. I-, I don't know. But like, I'm mostly concerned with like the world eater part. Makes some sense. Yeah. So there's some kind of information aboard. I, I-, I don't I don't suppose you're you like are some kind of code breaker or something. I do know how to forge things, but unfortunately I'm no codebreaker. Shoot. Well, apparently, like, there's probably going to be some people at this, I don't know, pirate town that we're going to. Roguish types are very good with codes. I guess. Is that a thing? Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess you'd know genre better than I would. Honestly, we should have probably asked Solvin. No, Solvin <laughs> isn't a rogue, I don't think. They just act like one. I, I think he was like a ranger something. Yeah, I think I, I, so. I don't know. Tiny, tiny murder baby. Tiny murder baby, yeah. Good kid. Much older than me. (laughs) Still a kid, pretty sure. Anyway, if you want to drop your books off here, I'll just organize everything. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I'll hand those off to you later. Thanks. But I think they're mostly historical fiction. I'm fine with that. Make make some space for that, I guess? I bought bought about ten historical fiction as well, so we're in good hands. Yeah, we're going to need some books. Okay, so I so. guess I'm off to make terrible rounds. <laughs> yeah, you make the terrible rounds. Um, all the new crew members kind of don't know what to do with this information, but you get the sense that they're reevaluating what it is exactly that they've signed on for. Mr. Hurst is quite shocked and doesn't seem to know what to do with this information. She didn't to- tell Hurst! <laughs> she, she didn't tell Hurst. And then you tell Finn, and he looks completely unsurprised. <laughs> the cook knows everything <laughs> and that like by the time that she reaches Finn Juliana has worked it down to bullet points 
So, like, she is, like, partially signing and partially writing on the chalkboard and, like, bullet points at that, at that juncture. <laughs> With the rounds done, uh, it is two weeks out to the edge of Crin space. Uh, this is regular space that you guys are in. So how do you guys spend that two weeks? Well, on my normal standard playing cards and doing things with Mr. Hurst, of course, because he's my buddy and we do that now. But also, <laughs> I'm going to start reading some of these smut books. And after <laughs> I read them, I will talk them over with whoever else has read them. Oh, my God. Are we starting a book club? Yes, we're starting a book club. Veli is a voracious reader of the smut. So <laughs> Excellent. Me and Jill and Veli. <laughs> So yeah, you you and Jill and Valley start a uh, smut book club. <laughs> Excellent. Jill is is probably the worst member. <laughs> she gets extremely hesitant whenever anything ex- like very graphic starts happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so want there to be in among the smut books just one about like a a a, a beautiful chaste priestess and oh, uh, the rugged half orc, half orc that captures you can her heart. Bet that cacophony bought at least three of those. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Damn it! Okay, and for some reason we read those three in a row. <laughs> This scene versus this scene. I thought the author's purple prose was much more the, explicit. Yeah, I thought the purple prose was much more explicit. And in the first one, they seem to just kind of go through like five metaphors in one paragraph. And nah, I am not for that many metaphors. Juliana starts needing to be dragged to book club. <laughs> Lachlan, I have a question for you. No! <laughs> yeah? How actually big... Is half-orc cock. He just kind of stares at you and then turns and goes back into his room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that these books give varying sizes and they're all unpleasant. I'm not answering that question. (laughs) At that point, there's like, if this was a cartoon, there would be actual steam rising from Juliana's head because of how, like, absolutely embarrassed Red she is. Juliana, for her part, spends most of the trip, like, Juliana's, like, throwing herself into, like, all the chores she can get, and, uh, and, like, she's signing up for a bunch of helm shifts and stuff, too. It's like, fuck it, let's adjust. <laughs> all right, uh, I actually have something for this. So, oh, on um, one of the days now. where you spin the chore wheel, it finally lands on scraping the hull. Cool. So what you gonna do? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. You don't actually know how to scrape the hull. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> okay, God, hell, you're gonna make me do this. <laughs> okay, she's gonna go try to find, like, anybody nearby that actually knows how to do this shit. <laughs> Who's not currently occupied. Okay, currently unoccupied are... Valley Lachlan and Mr. Hurst. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Where is that assortment? <laughs> well, book club's not on, so Lachlan uh, is able to actually use the wardroom. <laughs> Mr. Hurst is currently uh, checking the armory, and uh, Valley is uh, in the cargo bay doing. You don't actually know what Valley's doing. 
<laughs> no, Veli intimidates the hell out of Juliana. She can't get a read on that one at all. <laughs> she has no idea what their deal is, and at this point, she's afraid to ask. <sighs> I hate you so much. I know you can't see the face that I'm making at the microphone, but... I can hear it! <laughs> okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. Great. Okay, great. Good. Fine. Juliana looks around, pokes her head in the wardrobe. Hey. Uh, hi. Uh, are you busy? Or not? Did... Not really, no. Uh, okay. Um, I'm supposed to scrape the hall and I have no idea what that means. Oh, okay. Hang on. And he gets up and, uh, he says, come with me. And then he heads up onto the main deck. Okay. Uh, he pops into the armory and then comes back out with, it kind of looks like basically a shovel. <laughs> it's a big flat shovel. So not glamorous. No. So, uh, you know that thing I showed you about walking under the hull? Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to basically walk under there and then just chip off like anything sticking to the hull that shouldn't be. Okay, so like, what sticks to the hull though? It, it's she like looks around. It, it, it's kind of space. It's, it's mostly just dirt, debris, sometimes barnacles. How the barnacles grow? Space here? barnacles. Space barnacles. There's there's space barnacles. Are they? Do you want any help or? Uh, I I mean you're you're like you're you're busy. That's 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 cool. Um. Okay. Uh, I um, it's whatever. <laughs> so you flee under the belly of the ship yeah i guess so <laughs> so you do see uh, a number of space barnacles uh attached to the hull of the ship as well as the uh embedded dirt debris things like that what the hell does space barnacles what it's, it's it looks a lot like regular barnacles you've seen barnacles before you're from a fishing village you lived in Stormhaven for a while they're 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 barnacles but they're in space for some reason okay <laughs> So I guess she, uh, I guess, I, I guess we're going to scrape off the, the space particles. Okay. Uh, make a perception check for me. Okay. 23. You notice from a distance that one of the barnacles looks kind of different. Instead of the porous shell, the shell is sort of very hard and protective with just a single hole at the top. That's probably not great. <laughs> so how close is it? Uh, it's about 15 feet away. Okay, but I mean, is there, like, other detritus in between that and that and Jill? Uh, yeah, there's other, like, barnacles and stuff to scrape off in the meantime. Okay, well, she's gonna, like, work her way around that one. Okay. And once she's cleared that away, she's just kind of, like, gonna stand far away from it as she can and just kind of, like, give it a poke with the shovel. Okay. The shovel is not particularly long, so the moment you get within range to poke it with the shovel... Are you wearing your armor? You know, she's probably not. Okay, in that case, a 14 hits. A long, thin tentacle comes out of the top of the unusual-looking barnacle and cracks towards you, uh, doing five bludgeoning damage as it just kind of cracks across your face. Awesome. Juliana's not expecting that, so she kind of, like, goes, like, flat on her butt, like, what the fuck? <laughs> from, over, from the top deck, you hear, hey, everything okay? Uh, tentacles? Oh, oh shit! We've got we've got a, a kraken, a what? A, a baby kraken. They're like the 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 larvae like to stick to to hulls. That didn't, oh. that didn't come up earlier. No, I didn't think we'd pick one up. <laughs> okay, well, what now? Um, I mean, 
they they die pretty easy. You really want to kill it because if it lives, it's going to get like way bigger. But it's a baby. <laughs> what is she just sticking her head over the side? <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll I guess I'll attack it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are you attacking it with? The shovel, your hammer, what have you? I mean, probably some magic. I don't want to get close to that thing again. <laughs> That's fair. All right. <laughs> don't just use a guiding bolt. Sure. <laughs> it uh, because it is so low to the ground, though. Uh, range attacks it, it uh, attacks against it do have disadvantage. Ah, shit! Really? Yeah, but melee attacks have advantage. Okay, then in that case, I guess like I don't know. When she's wearing like casual clothes, she's probably just got like a little. She's probably just got like the hammer, just kind of like bouncing against her hip or something. I don't know. It's your security hammer. Yeah, kind of. So a hammer strike it is? Sure. Okay, roll it with advantage. Like whack-a-mole. <laughs> 23. All right. Roll damage. That definitely hits. Six bludgeoning damage. You crack that fucker open. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, it's like crushing a snail against the side of the aquarium. It just kind of breaks off into pieces and there's oh, like goo inside. Oh, and then it drifts ew. off into the ship's wake. Oh, oh, it's sticky. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Why is it like this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do you want to have this conversation while you're back up here? I hate yelling. Okay. <laughs> so Jill just kind of finishes and heads back up, I guess. Yep. Congratulations. You get like five experience points. Neat. <laughs> Stronger already. <laughs> okay, so she like clambers black back up onto the top deck. All right. Uh, Lachlan is there, uh, spots the gooey shovel, <laughs> the, the, the gooey hammer. Mm -hmm. So, uh, good job. Yeah, no, it was, it was very tough and I, I've learned a lot about myself. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to let those stick around. They really damage the hull and then once they do detach, they get like way, way bigger. Oh, gross. Where do they even come from? Uh, nobody really knows. They're kind of native to wild space, but the, there's there's spores floating through space, and uh, and and they attach to the hulls, and then they grow into those, and then they detach from the hull, and then they grow into a giant tentacle monster that can snap ships in half. <laughs> okay. Wow, space is gross. Yeah, space is gross. Yeah. Is this acidic? It doesn't feel like it's acidic, but- It's not acidic. You're fine. Well, I'm more concerned about the hammer, but okay. The hammer's also fine. Okay. You, you got a rag? <laughs> yeah. He, he, he pulls out a rag from his pocket and hands it over. Okay. It's like, a, just... it's like a it's like a kind of nice-ish hanky. It looks like it was a nice hanky at one point, but then it was used for way too many not nice things. Should, should I- Is it okay if I use this to wipe oh, off? Oh, yeah. It's Goo? fine. This... Okay. It's fine. Tuatha gave it to me. It's fine. What? <laughs> she she what? It's fine. She was really drunk at the time. I don't think she even remembers it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Juliana uh, wipes off the goo, maybe with a bit more force than necessary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thanks. No problem. And then he takes the hanky back and just kind of shoves it in his pocket. Okay. How's... <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I I didn't mean to like interrupt your downtime or anything. Um, oh no, it's cool. I, I I get bored easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you got that book club, right? Uh yeah yeah. Uh, apparently, I I don't know. I I read a lot in my downtime, and this seemed like a good idea. But I'm starting to think maybe it wasn't. Why not? <laughs> you know, reasons. Doesn't have anything to do with cacophony's weird questions lately. Uh, maybe a little. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, she... I... She's pretty sure that she's, like, incredibly subtle, and I don't think it's working. <laughs> she's also, like, aggressively helpful. I see. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to the wardroom now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Okay. <laughs> Juliana just starts, like, cursing herself under her breath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Alviva, what do you do for the two weeks to the edge of, uh, to the, edge of the uh, sphere? I have no clue. Dude, well, there's a book club to join, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a smutty book club. A smutty book club. Smut. Hmm. What's that? <laughs> oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> well, you gotta remember my upbringing, you know. But you're the one who told Juliana to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I know all about reproduction and sex and everything, but I've never heard the term <laughs> smut before. Can somebody explain it to me? I'll explain it to you, dear. Uh, smut are books focused primarily, maybe less on the plot than they are on the actual sexual reproduction side of things, and making it scintillating to read. Huh. Read on set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it actually has a bunch of different types. You can see that between, uh, between Juliana and I, we managed to get, uh, over, well over a hundred books here, and they're all various types. Like, over here, we have all the ones which are, are about dragon women loving other women. Uh -huh. Those are mine. Really? Uh, they do that? We have, uh, yeah, actually. It's, it's, it, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, you can read these books and actually learn quite a lot, really. <laughs> uh, though, I, I will say that they are, um, they aren't one for one for reality. They are fantastical in nature, and mostly these are idealized. But they are educational. <laughs> but they are educational. They are educational. Oh, okay. Then maybe I should read some. You absolutely should. You want to join the book book club? Yeah, our I next think book so. that we're reading is actually about. Uh, this one looks to be about sexy fish people. I guess. Huh. Who knew? Maybe I should start with something a little more tame. Vanilla. A little more tame. Okay. Uh, well, here we have a book, a historical fiction that's uh, an elf and a human falling in love. Does that work? That works. <laughs> okay. It, it's a little bit sad because, of course, the, the elf outlives the human, but it, it's a good sort of sad. It's very heartwarming. Okay, I'll take your word for it. You're the expert on smut, so. I am. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll join the book club and I'll read that book. Perfect. <laughs> and I can come to you with any questions, right? Absolutely. And I promise to actually take them seriously, unlike my normal well, I would sense hope so. of taking things. 
Okay. All right. So Alviva joins the book club. <laughs> so two weeks, you reach the edge of the sphere and pass back into the phlogiston. There's the usual uh, process of Finn making sure to prepare a lot of stuff to eat cold for the next two weeks. Uh, all fires on board have been very rigorously put out. You guys don't need the briefing again of with regards to no fucking fire, but the captain gives you that briefing anyway. Just to reiterate, <laughs> no fucking fire. <laughs> I, I feel like it's like flight attendants on a on a on an airline just reiterating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. If the, in the event that the ship is on fire, here are the emergency exit. There aren't any because the <laughs> ship is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> You guys did you guys did restock on lifeboats when you guys stopped at Port Meridian, so <laughs> there are lifeboats. Great. <laughs> so anyway, you guys uh pass into the phlogiston and uh it's another two weeks. Is anything in particular you guys want to do while you're in the rainbow connection? No, for fuck's uh, sake! You did this, Annie! <laughs> you did this, Annie. I know! When, for some reason, starts teaching Mr. Hurst how to scam people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's play that out. (laughs) How do you even approach this subject with him? We're just playing cards one day. And um, and she's wearing a sweatshirt that, for some reason, says uh, East Heim University. (laughs) And as she throws some cards down, because he wins the hand, she goes, You know, Mr. Hurst. Have you yeah. ever scammed anyone out for a lot of money while playing cards? Not not really, no. Have you ever wanted to learn how? Why would I do that? Sometimes it's just fun. Hmm. Though sometimes it is very dangerous, and in fact, that's how I lost one of my ears. And he kind of turns and looks at your ear. Which looks like <laughs> it was bitten off. Oh, ouch, that looks like it hurt. Did you, it, did you, did did. you scam a dog? <laughs> no. Well, uh, 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 he was a tiefling. Don't worry about it. Okay. But most of the time, you can win a lot of money doing that. I mean, I win a lot of money doing cards anyway, usually. You're a very good player, but I'm saying you could win more. And I say this because, Mr. Hurst, you have a magnificent way of just being innocent. And so you could could just shark people. No, he wants to hippo them. I mean, I I guess. I guess. I mean, so would you like to learn how? I mean, you don't have to use it. It's just a skill to have. I mean, yeah, I guess. I All mean, right. I'm first officer now. I gotta learn a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah there you go. It's good okay. to have it under your belt so you can teach it to people just in case of emergencies. Yeah, okay. She then proceeds to teach him <laughs> how to card shark. So pretend <laughs> to be innocent. Uh, pretend to be innocent, lose a few times, and then start winning. Uh, make sure to lose now and again whenever it seems convenient or people are getting suspicious. And uh, then just keep winning until you have enough and then leave before the going gets good. <laughs> I want to see his big, fi- his big fat hippo hands try to do the shell game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to roll real quick to determine who was on Nightwatch when a thing happens. Oh, boy. Okay, so, Cacophony, um, or Jillian, I guess. You are up on deck during the night shift when you look around and you spot sort of a 
dusty, translucent figure standing at the edge of the deck. They say that ghosts can appear in in the Rainbow Connection, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, so she eyes this ghost sort of figure. Uh, whenever the whenever Captain Bondor mentioned them, I don't recall her saying that that was too ominous. Just that it happens sometimes. She said to she said to call <laughs> to yell basically if you saw anything okay. weird. So she sees the ghost. Uh, she pauses for a moment, and then she turns her attention to the side and goes, "Captain Bondar, we have ghosts." Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Vicky Sharon, and it is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs were concepted by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art was illustrated by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. You can find more episodes of this show, as well as our other shows and news, at our website, crookedrussiancam.horse. You can find us on Twitter at CRC Podcasts and on Tumblr at crookedrussiancam.tumblr.com. If you want to support Support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe, wherever you find our podcast is super helpful and helps us get discovered. And if you want to give us some money, you can do that at patreon.com slash the gem jam or ko-fi.com slash crooked Russian cam. You guys headed to a world called Kryn to investigate uh, the undead draconians that had attacked Stormhaven. You found the source of these undead draconians and some new friends. Mm, frenemies. You some new mm. frenemies. Uh, you, uh, took down a good time. I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah you, you had, had several, several good times. times. Yes, several good times. <laughs> it was yeah, all well. good times for cacophony. It was. <laughs> Except, Except for that, that part, part where you, you died, died a little. No, that happens Like, a little more than usual? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, rugs strangle me, and sometimes I get beaten up by witches. Sometimes you just stand in the fire. Sometimes I just stand in the fire. But at least I got laid. Several times. Several times. And also, the collective hotness of the ship was briefly raised. Yeah, the ship was unusually sexy for, like, what, a day? Two days? There was a lot happening. 